Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you're listening to me from. This is Anne Joseph in my moment with God. I am so glad that you could join me today and join me also every Monday. So thank you for being my audience. So today I thought I would be a little bit personalized um, and maybe exalt you. And maybe also if you're not going through what I'm going to share, you can exalt someone else. I can teach you the the tips on how to do it i think one of the things that i have learned um for the last one year is to handle grief um as a family having lost uh two people in a span of a very short time um at first it was confusing at first it raised a lot of questions um because as a family when you lose people continuously um so many thoughts go through your mind but in this whole process i learned um how to handle grief in a better way how to process it um how also to comfort others you know for me being a pastor and dealing with so many people sometimes you think you really know something um until now it happens to you and it becomes more personalized so you develop um a better and efficient way of empathy um so i have throughout my years um handled people who are grieving in different spaces it can be death it can be a heartbreak it can be um loss of a friend loss of a family uh whichever loss that has been i have handled people in those spaces but i didn't know how much that pain felt until i experience it myself because most of the time when you've not experienced something you tell people i understand but now when you've experienced it you are able actually to feel with them i remember uh jesus saying mourn with those, those who mourn rejoice with those who rejoice uh walk with those um who need help exhort one another and i mean minister to one another so um grief is difficult and one of the things i've realized in this season is the losses that we have experienced because of covid losses of job um and i also want to tell you grief is not just about losing a loved one even losing a job can cause grief in your life losing good friendships can cause grief in your life so you need to learn how to navigate this season and then you also who hasn't experienced it and maybe you have friends who have experienced it you need to learn how to help those people that are grieving so that you can be a great support system so one of the things that i had to learn is to depend on god's strength Uh, grief is different different for different people so there are people who need space uh, to be alone there are people who need to pray there are people who need support um, and sometimes it's hard to force a grieving person to adapt a certain way um, so that you can be able to minister to them i recently um helped somebody who had experienced a loss and i realized they love having their own space so that they can be able to grieve well so you may try to visit them as many times as possible but you'd realize when they are in your own space um 
they grieve better so one of the things you need to know is how does this person want to be supported not everyone wants to be supported the same way learn how they want to be supported and one of the things you need to understand and i always tell people when you get into relationships with people it can be with friends with with your own family you need to learn your people's personalities you need to learn how they want to be loved people don't want to be loved the same way we are all different some people are they get loved through gifts others it's quality time others it's adventure going out um their different way of loving people physical touch so you need to learn the kind of personalities your the people that are around you have it's the same way with grieving you need to understand how they want to be supported some people don't want even to be in church services it's it's different and there's nothing wrong with that some people just want pe- some people just want their own space a little space maybe you can just say a prayer for them from a distance some people don't like being overwhelmed with so many visits some people just want space to be able to grieve others want people others now want those church services others want to be surrounded by so many people others want to be embraced so with these different personalities it will help you to know how to be a great support system to people mm-hmm. i always tell people it's so important to have wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the people that you deal with because if you don't learn that and if you don't get that what will happen if when they are going through a difficult space you may try to support them in a certain way and then you they look like they are pushing you back or pushing you away it's not because of that sometimes it's because you haven't mastered the way they want to be supported so for some people i've actually realized a lot of phone calls a lot of messages overwhelm them and make their grieving difficult but to some that is comforting to them so my point is gain understanding you see the people say it's my people perish because of lack of knowledge and i know even when as a pastor because of having dealt with so many people throughout my calling i've realized that sometimes we lose relationships we are unable even to minister to people well because we haven't understood their personalities better and how they want to be ministered to so i have learned how to ask people how can i minister to you how can i be a great support system to you during this time what can i do for you so it helps really really better the other thing you can do is to pray for the person um encourage them uh be there for them now that you know um the best way that you need to support them now after asking them because i've realized sometimes we have um a way of we want to support people and then we realize oh this is not the way they wanted to be to be supported so you have to figure out now for those who are grieving one of the things that i have realized when you're grieving it's very very difficult even to pray but it is important to pray 
I remember the story of Lazarus um, when <laughs> Lazarus died and Jesus didn't show up until after three days and it can feel insensitive you know when somebody who said they were your friend and then they don't show up but like mother um, sometimes we may need um, to have faith and to believe that everything is going to be okay to master confession of God's goodness and his gracefulness instead of complaining in John 11 21 to 22 mother said to Jesus Lord if you had been here my brother will not have died but even now i know that god will give you whatever you ask that was confidence um, in jesus that mother had she moved from complaint to confession maybe she saw something in the savior's eyes maybe his hand wiped, wiped away that dropping tear it's been four days lazarus was dead the question jesus asked um mother do you believe that he will rise up and it's amazing how mother responded and said you're still you know you're still the messiah uh, the god who is present and meets us at the cemeteries you know gratitude is what helps us overcome this grief and his unfailing strength um so when you're grieving it's very important for you to understand who god is at that present time that he's still the messiah he's still the god who raised lazarus and one of the things that i've also learned when, when you're grieving in difficult situation it's also to allow uh, god's will to take place and when you are going through a difficult time and probably you're praying for a person who was sick and then they pass on i've realized that sometimes when somebody passes on people think god is not present but i will say something a bit that is um a little bit away from grieving just to help you you see um god might choose to help you overcome that situation by taking the person home might choose to heal the person by taking them home and sometimes he chooses to heal them and they stay. Sometimes God takes them away. And I think that's so painful because sometimes that might leave a lot, a lot of questions. Was God present in this situation? Um, was God really, really caring? He always is caring. But sometimes he chooses to heal by taking those people away. And it can be very difficult because you thought God would heal. You thought they would stay. You thought they would stick around. But then God decides to heal them in a different way and takes them home. So I think the most important thing when you are experiencing difficult situation, learn how to allow God's will to take place. Learn how to allow it to take place. Because if you don't do that you will have some form of bitterness and anger towards God while God knows what is best for you. I remember in, in last year, around June, um, July, when my dad started uh, getting sick, 
I remember we really struggled as a family because we didn't know what was happening. We didn't know what kind of a sickness he was having because one moment he's having a stomach ache, one moment his blood count has gone too low, one moment um it's it's completely off. So I remember trying to understand this whole situation and trying to ask God what is really happening over here. So when we went for the test and and so the doctor advised us to do the leukemia, the bone marrow test. And that was so scary for us as a family because having experienced the death of my mom, we, we didn't want to imagine another loss in the family. So I had to get the courage to take him to Nairobi Hospital and Aga Khan because that's where the tests are done. So I took him and I had to sign these papers of if anything happens during the bone marrow test, we will not uh, blame the hospital for it. It was so scary and I couldn't sign it. My dad had to sign it and it was really emotional. He wasn't feeling well and they were making him to sign papers. I was like, they need to find a better way of of doing these things. So we signed and so they took him in. It's it's a small surgery, um, a simple surgery, a minor surgery rather, let me use that word. So we took him in and he was done the surgery and I could see how he was trying so hard to be strong. Then um, I asked him if he's okay. He said he's okay. Then we took him to Nairobi hospital to do the other test. And so we had to wait like for two weeks to get the test. So when the tests came out, I remember being called by Aga Khan and I, I was being told it's urgent, you have to come and pick um, the results, it's not looking good. I was really scared, but for some reason I was very calm. So I asked um, the Aga Khan hospital if they can send the results to me. So they sent the results. So I I sent them to one of our doctor friends to interpret them for me before we take him back to his doctor because I was just anxious. I needed to know what exactly is happening. So we we took we took them, and so uh, he read them rather. And so when he read them, uh, he told me um, it doesn't look good. Your father has leukemia and it's the blood cancer and there's no uh, survival unless God does a miracle. So we took my dad the, now to our to the main doctor and so the doctor explained to my dad but I could also see my dad was not understanding this whole concept. So yeah, so we went ahead and did the first round of chemotherapy and so after that uh, we never did another chemotherapy so he passed on and I had so many questions for God. Um, I didn't know, we didn't know what to do as a family but we just decided to, to trust. So when he passed on, uh, we buried him. Um, we had a very beautiful service. My dad uh, lived his life. You could see through the tributes that the church gave, the friends gave, that he truly lived his life. And one of the things I was asking God is why he took him at that time. It was too so early. Everything happened too fast. I felt like I didn't get enough time to spend with him and that's how we always feel when there's loss you feel i should have done this i should have done this but yeah so as a family we really experienced 
a difficult season then in a span of um a few months we also lost my brother my elder brother and so with all this i had to learn and also help my family learn how to navigate so um as i finish i would teach you today how to minister to grieving people and also for those who are grieving i will help you to understand how you can grieve better so i will start with those who are grieving learn how to grieve in hope in gratitude thank god for the times that you had together thank god for the times that he brought this person into your life for the blessing they were thank god for the years that he gave you with this person have gratitude it will make your grieving easier you know from my experience grieving can really actually take you to the road of depression i have had to get a support system i have a very good therapist and jane my therapist has been so amazing and so supporting so jane if you are listening thank you so much so you need to grieve in gratitude you need to have a, a therapist and you need to have a support system then you need to have faith and accept god's will one of the best way to to get through grief is to accept God's will. I have had to accept my dad's death. I have had to accept the loss. Now the better way that has helped me to adapt and to adjust is to be thankful. I'm so thankful to God for a great father that he gave us. So if you're grieving, uh, have gratitude, grieve in hope, um have a therapist to help you get through it and learn how to also understand that grieving is in phases some days are good some days are worse but in all these process the emotions don't um hide them under the carpet don't put them in there because one day they will erupt and you'll not be able to be yourself i have a friend who lost their mother and they told me they suppressed the feeling so one day they just erupted and led her to a very deep depression so please process it and have a good support system and also find out what are your hobbies in the hobbies that you have what is that one hobby that can ease the grief for me it is reading and also um watching something that is beneficial so that one has also helped me is the grief so now i am going to talk to those people who are not grieving and how you can be a support system to someone who is grieving so grieving has taught me many lessons as a pastor some that truly i did not know i have mourned with many um gone to burials visited hospitals and this i had said in the beginning of the podcast but it hit more home when i personally had to experience it hope um as i continue to share it will enlighten you on what to do with grieving people around you and you don't have to be a pastor to do this you can be a friend you can be a father a grandmother um a sister a husband a wife so i will teach you how to do it in romans 12:15 it says rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn um and mourning to me is more than just crying with them it's being sensitive um 
avoid mentioning scenarios places that remind the grieving of the incidents or, or loss give them time um, and minds to process it um, avoid those physical places those events that strongly remind them of that scenario for me some names of hospital like kenyatta national hospital like nairobi hospital like agagan those places still don't sail uh, with me at the moment i have no energy to even be in those compounds they make my grieving hard because my, i was with my dad in all those hospitals so they kind of make grieving difficult now the second part is care checking a phone call, a visit, prayer will truly be supportive. Grieving has good days and hard days. Take them out if you can. I'm so personally privileged and blessed to have people who have loved me so much, which, which has made it easier and peaceful. Again, I will go back to what I said in the beginning. Ask people how they want to be supported. Remember, the personalities are very different. You need to support people the, according to their personality, according to how they want to be loved. Like I said in the beginning, some people love gifts, others don't want gifts, others just want quality times that want hugs just figure out the person personalities number three giving peace at their workspace um and this goes to the employers i want to talk specifically to the employers and those who have employed people um give your and those who are who have colleagues uh give your colleagues who are grieving time they will have easy days to be a team person and hard days when they need space bear with them they will come around with your prayers and support um avoid giving tasks that completely drain them the first few months give them time to recuperate it doesn't harm for organization to have a structure for grieving people i want to share something in this um i remember when i lost my dad um in jan so we lost him in december so in january I had to go back to work and I remember I think it was in February where we had to go for a staff retreat remember my grieving is so fresh so I couldn't really really um completely engage with people and I remember really trying so hard to do team building trying so hard to be with people talking stories um it was so difficult my personality I'm very uh a deep introverted person but my work as a pastor has made me a bit extroverted because i have to talk i have to engage with people but i have a very deep introversion so i was trying my best and i remember this boss telling me i didn't like the way you are behaving in the retreat you are so isolated and while this person is telling me this i have really tried my best to be with people when they are sitting i am there sitting with them when they go for walks i'm there going for those walks and i realized i was really getting drained but i felt this employer was a little bit insensitive because when someone is grieving you as the employer need to understand and put a structure in place remember this is two months down the line so this person has not completely come back to themselves they are trying to adjust so it's important to ask them how can we help you better don't force them to be in teams all the time to be talking all the time understand them so for me i felt um 
something the organizations need to structure is a grieving system um give your employees space as colleagues give your colleagues space um understand them so um so please i i hope you've noted that if i am talking to you and you are an employer don't make it difficult for a grieving person find ways of helping them to adjust um don't overload them with work um give them work but then allow them to delegate to make things easier remember the well-being of this employee or the well-being of this colleague will be a great blessing to the company once they recover remember they they are resourceful they are not just there uh, to make money remember these are resources and you don't want a resource to keep dragging behind so remember that you need wisdom on how to handle a grieving employee and as colleague you need wisdom on how to handle a grieving colleague then number four help with restoration asking a grieving person to begin attending to the sea go to barrios a few weeks after their loss will affect their restoration process and get them in activities that will quicken their restoration get into conversation with them and ask now it's very very important to understand the pain of a person and avoid involving them with things that will slow the process of their healing very important i remember um when i was working for a certain organization i tried to go for a barrier preparation and i and i realized i couldn't do it i broke so much until one of my colleagues had to come and find me in the bathroom i wasn't ready to still attend uh barrios or barrier preparations and i realized that will affect my restoration process so i requested the company to take me out of the list of going to visit people who are grieving so that i can also uh, heal quickly so i hope that has helped you uh one last thing i will say uh, is i will read this scripture that had really been a help to me knowing that even in grieving even in difficult moments and i hope you guys can understand this is not just only grieving but also losses of other things is that god is always with us god is always there to help us god is always there to give us strength god is always there to assist us in isaiah 41 14 it says do not be afraid you warm jacob little israel do not fear for i myself will help you declares the lord your redeemer the holy one of israel so it's god promising to help actually in verse 13 it says for i am the lord your god who takes hold of your right hand and says to you do not fear i will help you and when the lord himself tells you he will help you he will help you allow to give god his peace when you're grieving allow him in allow him to do only what he can do i know when you're grieving and when you have losses we are very angry we are very bitter and we don't want to be in those spaces allow god to come in so please allow me to pray as we finish uh, so that i can pray for those who are grieving those who have experienced losses loss of a job loss of things so allow me to pray lord i come before you this morning i thank you for you still remain to be god 
your word says that when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death that you will be with us that lord you will quiet us with your love and sing over us i pray for those who have experienced losses especially the losses of job your word says that you supply for all our needs according to your riches in glory in christ jesus lord i pray for your providence i pray for those who are going through grieving and losses lord be their help uphold them with your righteous right hand and be their help and help them to overcome be their strength may your peace that surpasses all human understanding guard their hearts and minds in you christ jesus and lord i ask that you may minister to them and empower them by your strength so thank you for today lord thank you for you're going to help your people get through grief and overcome it and different losses you're going to restore i thank you for your what says in joel that God, you restore all the years the locusts have eaten. You restore, oh God. You restore. That is what your word has promised. And God, I ask that you may restore peace. You may restore joy. You may restore, oh God. I pray that you may give people double for their troubles. And I pray that you may compensate your people and restore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. See you next Monday. Bye-bye.